0: how's it going everybody we're back for hour number two here monroe anderson will be on the line very shortly i'm getting ready to call him now and fingers crossed let's hope he answers huh one second guys we're reaching out to monroe
1: anderson always my favorite part of the show here we go monroe
2: yeah so how do i sound this is a new headset i'm trying out
1: you sound clear as a bell you're uh we're live right now we're you sound great man let's keep that head okay head headset on for a long time uh i've been talking about let's i'm just going to run through some of the topics uh we're going to go through today uh oh my god trump and joe scarborough uh biden and ain't black uh the minnesota police officer who uh stood on george floyd's neck uh biden and masks, trump and masks and uh, the dog-walking lady in, in New York City, Central Park. loved. to get your thoughts on the dog-walking lady uh, in Central Park. Uh, and then there was uh, uh, the article I just read in the New York Times that says uh, that there's a silent majority in this country that is lying to pollsters. I was literally just read this. That is lying to pollsters and are getting ready to uh, reelect Donald Trump. So I know you want to comment on all those uh, different things. Uh, let's start yeah, with... But-
2: okay, yeah. well wait wait a minute before we start okay uh-huh you, you are a very wise man
1: okay thank you for you saying know that. Politics. yes
2: yeah you know politics and you know sports So what I need for you to do is explain to me because I don't understand it why it's okay for a cop to kneel on a black man's neck until he dies. But it's not okay for a pro football player to kneel at a football game to protest cops kneeling on black men's neck. Uh,
1: you get my point? Yes, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yes, I get your yes. point. I think yes. about Colin Kaepernick all the time. All all the time, Colin Kaepernick, as everybody knows, just refresh memories, people may have forgotten or didn't know to begin with, although with this crew of my listeners, uh, I think everybody knows who Colin Kaepernick is. Uh, Former football player for the San Francisco 49ers began protesting in about, I think it was 2017, police brutality by taking a knee during the national anthem. And, of course, he eventually lost his job in the NFL. No team would even give him a tryout uh and uh too hot, to handle. too hot to handle and uh real MAGA hat wearers Trumpsters uh they say that he went too far he was too offensive and if, uh and Trump said that too and Trump said that too which is really interesting they claim in this very point it gets to the Scarborough thing and we'll also to the uh, the Minnesota cop thing but they claim that Donald Trump has a First Amendment protected right to say whatever he wants about Joe Scarborough, no matter how offensive it is, okay? Uh, They claim that uh, he has that right, that Alex Jones has a First Amendment protected right to say anything he wants about absolutely anyone. But then they also say, well, Colin Kaepernick went too far, and uh, we can't tolerate that, so he should be punished. So it's just an interesting uh, piece of hypocrisy there, uh, on the part of the right. But you raise a good point, Moreau. I hadn't thought about linking and taking a knee by Colin Kaepernick and the knee uh, that that police officer uh, put on uh, George Floyd's neck.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, the right wing just uh, confounds me on a regular basis how they decide okay, they, Let's go to Trump and Twitter. You want to do that?
1: Okay. Uh, But before we leave what happened in Minnesota, let's just talk about that for a moment. Before we leave that uh, behind, it's very upsetting footage. Uh, I watched it last night. I talked about it at the outset of the show. I probably couldn't sleep well. I just, uh, it was on my mind. Uh, It was a combination of the George Floyd pleading for his life, uh, the two people on the sidewalk pleading with the police to leave George Floyd alone. Uh, right. The cop who was sort of protecting his colleague from the two people on the sidewalk uh, who were pleading with him. And then, like, this sort of casual indifference with which the one police officer was torturing George Floyd. Had his hand in his pocket. That part just sticks with... Right. Him. Just sort of this casualness to it all.
2: Right, right. I know, I know it's just... and. I, I'm trying to, I, I not this out. Were they just fired, or have they been arrested? Also, well, uh, I've heard a couple of people say they were arrested, but I haven't been able to find anything on it.
1: Well, I, uh, my my rule of thumb, uh, is about what people say on Facebook is unless they right. have a source. Don't believe it. It's just my rule well, of the thumb. News
2: about WGN TV. Oh, well. <laughs> news. Oh, well, that
1: genuinely. Okay. Gen, generally, I would oh, say. same
2: rule. Okay, uh, never mind. Same rule. No,
1: I would say if it's on the television. I'm not Donald Trump <laughs> fake news. Okay, we've gone that far. Uh, so, wait. You heard it on a news a station. Okay? Yeah, I,
2: a reporter said it. Yeah, now, I think she misspoke. Oh, I see. You know, she was, she was making, doing a report from uh, the safety of her living room. And uh, so she may, have, she may not have um, been properly informed or something. I don't know. But she may have just misspoke. Well, they, I, I have I haven't this... tried to find it, and I haven't seen anything on um, there, actually. In fact, they're still, they're talking about protesting in Minneapolis again tonight because they want the guys arrested.
1: Yeah, well, I I've not uh, seen any reports uh, that that he was arrested, and, and let's leave the poor lady from WGN alone. Uh, I don't want to. Th- I don't even know who she is. I want to throw. Well, I, I
2: didn't name her name. Right. Okay,
1: right. she you know she could have seen she, something. She's on one Facebook. of the
2: newbies, so I think.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, just a word of advice: of if you see reporters. it on Facebook, don't run with it. Okay,
2: right, right.
1: <laughs> Unless it's Monroe's Facebook page.
2: Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, Monroe, it, your it, Facebook it, it, page. It, it, it... Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to say um, my Facebook wall is not fact free.
1: Uh, are... I, I put facts up there
2: only. Well, you... I had a little opinion. But the opinion is backed up with facts.
1: All right, now, uh, your Facebook uh, f- page is. Famous for encounters with MAGA hat wearers. I'm wondering, yeah. uh, have any of them come out to defend the police officer in Minneapolis?
2: No, no, no. Amazingly. No, I mean, it's radio silence, but they haven't come out to defend it. You know, and, and the last time I posted, it, 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 it was on um, the uh, uh, young black man who was shot to death by two whites in Georgia. Mm-hmm where they hunted him down. You know, that's that's, that's the curse of being black. It's so, not only do you have to worry about getting COVID-19 more than the average American, but you also have to worry about some um, white guys who decide they want to just go hunting a black man and shoot him down because he's jogging through their neighborhood. Or a police officer in Minneapolis uh, putting his knee on your neck for nine minutes uh, because uh, you allegedly passed a, uh, uh, a, four, a, 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 a fake $20 bill.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, there has been radio silence uh, regarding the Minnesota. Now, the one in Georgia, uh, I know there's some people put on your wall, well, he was up to no good. He he just wasn't jogging as though that justified shooting him, uh, and it was right. talk about the footage of him in a house, uh, a, a house that was under construction. And so, right. oh, that vacant
2: like house that yeah. was under construction that many a, a curious person would go take a look at just to see what how the progress was coming. Yeah, he didn't walk out with anything. You know, it was like he walked out with all the copper plumbing or something.
1: Yeah, no, I, uh, it's, it's just this instinctive reaction. Uh, like people fall into certain uh, roles that they play. And by the way, let's just talk about that confrontation in Central Park. That's on my mind, too. Uh, that's where the dog-walking lady confronted uh, a bird watcher, a black man right. who was uh, a bird watcher. Uh, I've right. dealt with bird watchers and dog walkers, and if I'm just dealing with general types... Particularly dog walkers yes. who dogs are off the leash. I've dealt a lot with people like that, Monroe. I'm just telling you in my life. Right. And, in Lincoln Park. And, and, yeah.
2: Right. No, and that's against the law.
1: That is against but, you know, the
2: law. But, mm-hmm. the, but the, the problem with white privilege is that's what it is, white privilege. So it's okay for her to walk her dog without a leash. But, it's, uh, but she has to call the cops on him because... What was, what was her reasoning? I,
1: I, I, can't remember her. Re- it was, it's.
2: It was. It wasn't much of anything. Yeah. That's why. It's, I mean. So let me, let me let me tell you a very interesting story. Okay. Howard University, of Washington D.C., one of the, those uh, historically black colleges, mm-hmm. uh, has been there since um, the 1860s. 1870s, somewhere around there the, the neighborhood is gentrified around Howard so the white people who are moving into where the black people used to live have determined that if they want to walk their dogs and let them poop that it's okay to walk them across the, the Howard campus to which Howard does not like that idea so much, so they've protested. And the dog walker's response was, well, if you don't like it, move to college. <laughs> now, is that white privilege or is that white yeah. privilege? Yeah. You move into somebody's neighborhood where they've been for a hundred and some years and let the dog ruin the law and, and then tell them if they don't like it to move an entire university. Maybe maybe we should see if, if
1: uh, we can get Harvard moved to Chicago. Yeah, Would you like to have Harvard here. Yeah, no, yeah, I hear you. Uh, well, we already. Uh, I, I remember the a dispute in Evanston with Northwestern uh, and um, uh, dog walkers uh, being ticketed by Northwestern security. And I never, I, I can't recall an Evanstonian saying, "Hey, Northwestern, you move." I have the right, right to walk my dog uh, <laughs> right. on your campus. I don't recall. There was always, you know, uh, downtown feuds at Evanston over whether Northwestern is p- paying enough taxes. Okay, there that exists. That's a real thing, you know, not as strong right. as it used to be. But I never recall any dog walkers saying, uh, leave Northwestern. Uh, right. That's, right. Right. That said, Monroe, I got to tell you, there is an insanity. You know, I'm like, here I am about to uh, do a Dave Chappelle. I've told you this story many times. Dave Chappelle on stage where Kramer had his meltdown. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. uh, He he has kind of, I urge everybody to watch it. It's very compassionate uh, response to uh, Kramer's meltdown. Uh, And he says that when he watched that meltdown, uh, he was about uh, 20% black man who was offended and about eighty percent comedians saying that's okay, Kramer. You do better the next time. Okay, that was I thought a very, <laughs> a very compassionate response from Dave Chappelle right. to a fellow performer right. who's probably his friend, for all I know. Um, so when I, but they
2: may or may not be, you know, because I mean, you you think that all these Hollywood types are liberal, but they aren't. You know, For example, let me give you a. A factory. I think you'll find interesting. Woody Allen has never had a black person in one of his movies.
1: Um, let me think about that. You mean in a leading role think or just it. even in a... I mean,
2: period. I, yeah, period? period. Okay. I,
1: I, I, uh, I can't argue this point. I haven't watched a, I've turned against Woody Allen for a lot of different reasons.
2: Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. But I mean, I've read this. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I... I, I I haven't watched it. I, I, I got turned off to, to Woody Allen before that with the the, his, his dating his um daughter, his adopted daughter. Dating? They married. They're married. <laughs> they yeah, married. right. I know they married. No, I mean I got turned off when he was dating her. Yeah. You know? um, oh, I didn't. I I, I I didn't go. Well, why doesn't he marry her? Yeah. <laughs> why Wait. is he being so disrespectful? <laughs> it
1: was, I understand. It wasn't the dating versus the marriage thing. <laughs> that wasn't what offended you. I get it. Uh, I understand. Uh, yeah. So my point is, I, I'm wondering if there was just some, uh, you know, black guy is like a, in the background as a waiter or something. Now, but so what was the point? The overall point you were going to make about
2: Woody Allen? Oh no, that uh, he's he's not liberal. he's the classical says he may be liberal or something. Who knows? Yeah, Obviously, he's he's liberal about um, um, pe- 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 being a pedophile or something. <laughs> he probably didn't get upset with um, the, the sheriff in Alabama hanging oh, out. <laughs>
1: Roy Moore? He probably
2: didn't bother him. Yeah, right. Exactly. who's in the malls of Alabama. Him him. Like, yeah. yeah, right. Exactly.
1: Yeah, he's not very open-minded, let's put it that way, about right. uh, uh, g- giving black actors an opportunity uh, to be in his movie. But going back to uh, my attempt to be like David Chappelle regarding uh, the woman in okay. Central Park. It's my like David Chappelle okay. moment.
2: Go um, for it. No, okay, but before you do, let me, let me tell you something. Yeah. As, as you know, I, I live on a corner in, in Lincoln Park, uh-huh. and I have a parkway. That for 42 years, that's how long I've lived here, Mm -hmm. dog owners have walked and let their dogs do their business on whatever grass I had there, Mm -hmm. on my flowers. on. So uh, for the last few years, I've been uh, growing a prairie garden. Really? <laughs> yes, yes. Just letting, letting the, the weeds take well Sorry, not the weed. The prairie flowers.
1: <laughs> In other words, you're just not mowing over. the lawn anymore. Is that what you're trying
2: to tell me? <laughs> well, that's a good excuse. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's a prairie but no, garden. There has I I I I replanted. You know, I put sod down three or four times. Uh huh. And the, the last time I did, it, this guy was there um, with his dog. And he was bragging to one of his friends that he only let his dog pee on the finest lawn, and that you know, and and the urine kills the grass. Yeah, you get you get spots in it. Uh huh. So so anyway, all that's to say, I'm not very Dave Chappelle-ish. Okay, dog.
1: I don't um, know what Dave Chappelle's position is on this. I'm not, I'm just saying that I'm
2: trying. You're using it as an example, I'm using your metaphor.
1: Yeah, and uh, but, I, but this, I'm not understanding. This is one of my favorite topics because I've been on yeah. both sides of this divide. Uh, I've owned dogs for, for many years, I don't at the moment. Uh, I don't, yeah. and on the other hand, uh, is, when I watch,
2: you clean up after them.
1: Oh, yeah, come on, man. I walk, mean
2: I walk, okay. people All used right. to
1: make fun of me because I always always had bags out of hanging out of my pocket. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean Yeah uh, yeah And no, I was very dutiful about that because I don't like it when people don't clean up after their dogs. Man, I go on and on yeah. about this. That's one of my favorite right. topics. But dealing with dog owners, see the woman clearly. Clearly, was trying to exploit her privilege. Make up a story about this. This is how deranged she was, Monroe. She told the guy while she he was filming her that she was going to make up an accusation. Right to the she to, she goes, "I'm going to call the cops and say I'm being harassed by an African American man, even though he wasn't harassing her, and even though the footage showed right. he wasn't harassing her." And she's telling him, "Turn off your camera." Like, what? Why right. would I turn off the camera? This is the evidence. Exactly. <laughs> Right. All right.
2: No, so the that's the privilege is that they have is you know, those white those white who believe themselves to be privileged. Um they think they have a right to tell me what I should or should not be doing or if I and how I should be doing it if I'm doing it. Because they're privileged. All
1: right, uh, so a here's is, go ahead. A, fr- a friend
2: of mine refers to Lincoln Park is land of Art I Special.
1: Uh, of what did you say? I couldn't hear that.
2: Uh, uh, oh, Art Ike Special. Ike. Right, right, right. I got Art, it. Yeah. They to Lincoln in mm-hmm. Lincoln Park. And, and it's, you know, because there's a, a lot of bright privilege going on around
1: here. Um, yeah, no, we, I was actually just talking about that on the show. The north side of Chicago is a very entitled place. Uh, people expect the city to work for them, and it's really concentrated uh, in Lincoln Park. Uh, heavy right. doses of it. But that said, I'm going to go. Some
2: of my neighbors, some of my neighbors are nice.
1: Oh yes, let's get that so, clear.
2: Eh.
1: Some are nice, yeah, right? Uh, and right. so I'm just going to do my Dave Chappelle moment, uh, okay? Which is, I've dealt with a lot of dog walkers, and there's a certain um, you talk about entitlement and blind love for a dog. And the oh, dog, yeah, no, the true. dog yeah, can do they, no wrong. Dogs better than people. Yes. Right. The dog right. can do no wrong, and I I've, I talked about this earlier in the show. Like, I, I once had a, a, a dog walker's dog off the leash attack my dog, and then the dog walker came up. His dog was off the leash, right, and was right. like giving me grief because my dog incited. When my dog, was, I was just walking down the street with my. So there's a certain amount of entitlement, just as part of. A dog, the dog walker mentality, a, a certain type of dog owner uh, in a big city that just loves his or her dog too much, Monroe. That and that oh yeah transcends I, race.
2: I, yeah, no, you know because I'm on the corner and I have a thick window to look out of. I get to people people watch all the time, mm-hmm. and I, I will see people with their dogs in in costume for Halloween. Uh, you know, they dress them up and they have booties for them and little jackets in the winter. Uh, like the dog needs that, you know. The child is just
1: interesting. Yeah, all right. Let's move uh, from dogs. Let's move to uh, presidential candidates. <laughs> well, we'll oh, get to okay. t- Joe Biden we'll get, and then we'll get to Trump. Uh, yeah. And uh, so you and I talked a little bit about this yesterday on the phone, but uh, everybody yeah. wants to hear your your thoughts, your comments, your uh, opinion okay. of Joe yeah. Biden uh, going on the Breakfast Club uh, and his uh, "You Ain't Black" uh, response to questions. Go ahead, Monroe.
2: Yeah, um, Joe, Joe. Joe went too far. That was the problem. He, you know, he has he and and Obama are in fact good friends, and he has a lot and black people literally. Put him into the the uh, front runner position, black voters, and so he's he's feeling a little bit too familiar with black folks, and so he thinks that he can say what black folks, you know, for example, when um, young black people use the N word mm-hmm. towards each other, it's a term of endearment not a racial slur but should a white person no matter how um well-meaning and connected they are do that it's offensive there's some things you don't do and so joe obviously was joking when he told Charlemagne the god that uh anybody who didn't vote for him, or uh, any black person who didn't vote for him wasn't black. He was obviously joking because he smiled afterwards. But it was from a... He, he was speaking a little bit too familiar um, in, in, in an area where he didn't have that privilege.
1: Uh, and and so- he,
2: he corrected and he apologized. Unlike the other guy, he apologized <laughs> yeah. very quickly. We're still waiting on the other guy. Of course, if, if Trump started to apologize for all the horrible things he he's done, he'd be apologizing from now to uh, November 3rd. Yeah. Uh,
1: that that uh, first point you made uh, is, is really uh, right on target, and I can't repeat it enough. We've, and you and I have had this conversation so many times. Black voters and the Democratic Party selected Joe Biden. He owes right. his nomination to, A, the support of uh, Congressman Clybourne in uh, South Carolina. You've pointed that out many times. But even right. beyond that, Monroe, overwhelming support from black voters. He owes that to black voters. And,
2: and 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 if the if Obama hadn't selected him as his vice president, he'd still be in the Senate uh, doing whatever he's been doing for, for 40 years or whatever.
1: My guess, he would have retired by now. But your point's well taken.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those guys. Yeah. Sometimes those guys still. You know, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. You know, but there's there's some of those guys are in there in Congress or
1: in their late 80s but see and th- this this is the problem with the democratic party which we'll get to the republicans and trump i'll rip them okay. but i'm just gonna say i've uh, this is my observation as a longtime observer of chicago politics monroe okay problem with the democratic party when it comes to black voters is they continually take them for granted and i relate to this I think I'm going to write a column about this. I told you this yesterday. We're talking about this. As a lefty, they take me for granted. They go, yeah. Ben, you got no choice. You're not going to vote for Donald Trump. Right. So we're going to dilute our programs, water down our values, serve up some Romney-like slop, and you're going to eat it. And you're going to like it. And remember when Rahm Emanuel sat Karen Lewis down? when he first became president of the city of president of the city of chicago mayor of the city of chicago and he ordered her king yeah king rom he ordered her you're gonna tell your little commies in that union of there to accept this charters to accept these cuts to accept this pay slices and they're gonna like it and that's the democrats attitude toward lefties so they got the same right. attitude toward black people. It's like, shut up, vote for us. Don't embarrass us in front of white people. Don't do anything right. that causes attention to yourself. And uh, you know what? What will, we, what will you get in return? I don't know, Monroe. You tell. Well, it'll be better than Trump? Whatever he's got.
2: But, exactly. Now that's and 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 that's the problem. Is that it's it's a binary decision, and. Um, so you, you, you gotta go with the Democrats when you have a Trump on the other side and it's not, but, but, but this is the thing is, um, this is the one good thing about the last election, mm-hmm. the Hillary law, Yeah, was that the Democrats have come to realize that if we ain't excited, we're not going to go vote for the Republican. We're going to vote with our feet and go home. Yeah. And sit there. And, and um, they know that they need that vote. As Biden knows for sure. So it's, um, so that's why he apologizes within hours after he says something stupid.
1: All right. So, what do you think the consequences of his comments are going to be?
2: Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> because. What's going to happen in November yeah. is black people are going to show up in war to vote against Trump. Not necessarily for Biden, but Trump is so alienated and insulted and uh, offended. Black people, that we can't vote, wait, to vote against him.
1: Uh, and uh, speaking of which, you just, uh, I, of things that only you can say and I can't say, why don't you share with our listeners some of the exchanges you've had some of your Facebook friends uh, are, are black people who support Trump uh,
2: right and- James, James N may be one yeah. uh, for, for those of your li- listeners who used to listen to you when you were um, a, a, a progressive on radio yeah
1: <laughs> As opposed to a lefty on <laughs> a podcast, yeah.
2: Right, exactly. Right. When well, you're a progressive on radio, there's this guy, James Lennon, who we call it all the time. And he he, 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 he he claims to be a loyal Democrat, but he's obviously a Trump supporter. He makes excuses for Trump all the, all the time. And so um, he um, was trying to defend Trump. And I told him that um, his black card should be revoked.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, his black card should be and revoked.
2: So, and, and he was insulted, of course.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, his
2: black card was solid. It was solid. That was a, that's a direct quote.
1: Um, by the way, my advice to Joe Biden, if you're listening to this show right now, and I know Joe Biden's a huge fan of uh, Monroe's appearances yeah, right, on the right. show. Please, yeah,
2: right, exactly. Please, so he, he called me up and said, what are you going to talk about today on this show, Monroe? Yeah. Well, Joe, I don't know yet. I'm still thinking it through. Uh, please, you got anything you want me to say?
1: Yes. Here's what I, my advice to you is. <laughs> don't repeat Monroe's line about black cards being revoked. Okay, Joe Biden? Monroe <laughs> can say yeah, that. That's <laughs> a classic case of something right. Monroe can say.
2: Right, right. Exactly, right. Exactly, but you can and, 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 um, and, and there will be people who are upset about my saying it about them as as was Dave. All
1: right well let's uh, let's uh, switch over to uh, Donald Trump. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, the Twitter war he's waging against Joe Scarborough. Um, before I went on right. the air I, I read a, a, an article in which uh, they found one Republican. Uh, willing to uh, speak up against it mitt romney senator from utah uh, maybe others have come forward since then but on the air so i don't know uh, the wall street journal editorialized against it uh, on the other hand uh, fox
2: yeah i f- think I, I i think um i i i, I think um, cheney's daughter may have spoken out against it i'm trying to remember. all
1: right well I, not I, many I have gone
2: against yeah. yeah right no but there aren't many you the radio silence. silent. That's what it is. You know, they are so afraid of Trump. They're more afraid of Trump than the 90s bulls were afraid of Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I think I thought i just threw it in. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, they're afraid to say anything because they're afraid he'll tweet them. But. The good part is that Twitter is beginning to clamp down on it.
1: So what do you think about because that as these, a journalist?
2: I think that yes, I, I, that well yeah, I I think that that's a good thing. You know, for example, if uh, the Tribune or CBS TV newscast were to say something that was not true, then they would do a clarification or a correction mm-hmm. the next day. Now, the whatever they said that wasn't true is probably on page one or in the lead of the newscast. And uh, when they made the when they made the clarification or the correction. That would be in the Tribune on page 10 or 11 you know, in some corner somewhere or with, the, with the, a newscast. They may be mentioned near, near the end of the news just has been passing a little sentence. But at least they would correct it. Mm-hmm. Trump lies day in and day out all day long. And Twitter has been letting him do it. But finally, he, he just, he, you know, they just decided, okay, well, this is too much. And so they corrected him on it. They didn't say this was a lie. They had this little tag underneath. It mm-hmm. said, um, here's some other story mm-hmm. with, with the truth about voting rights.
1: <laughs> yeah, and,
2: mm-hmm. and, of course, he's upset. So now he's saying that Twitter is uh, trying to prevent uh, conservatives from having a voice. And it's one thing, the problem with that, it's one thing to have a voice, but it's another thing to be able to lie at will, unchecked.
1: Uh, Yeah, and we're right back where we started, by the way, uh, when I was talking about Colin Kaepernick. Again, uh, when it comes to the First Amendment, uh, and free expression, conservatives believe they should be allowed to say anything they want whenever they want it. But Colin Kaepernick went too far when he insulted the
2: flag. Well, the First Amendment, the, the First Amendment, the whole concept is abused on a regular basis. Concept. What the First Amendment says is that the government can't stop you from speaking out. Mm-hmm giving your opinion but if you're in private industry or you're a private individual um you can be if if you work for say wcpt hmm. huh. and, and okay. they 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 thought that you said something that they didn't like they could punish you on some level or not just because they want it yeah the government is not supposed to do that. That The First Amendment law yeah. does not apply to non-governmental entities or personalities. So um, if, 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 if uh, you were to say to me, well, Monroe, I'm, I'm um, provoking your black car, and I got upset to touch you in the mouth for it, you can't yell to me free speech because, <laughs> yeah. because free, free free speech is um, doesn't apply to individuals. Yeah, you know, you can get away with it or you can't.
1: All right, let's. Uh, you raised Michael Jordan's name. Let's. I'll close with your thoughts about my <laughs> latest column. Uh, I got a feeling you're going to take a different point of view than I had, but uh, I'll lay it out and uh, solicit your opinion. Uh, this okay. popped into my mind when I was thinking about uh, former President Barack Obama uh, and his very nuanced way of responding uh, to Donald Trump's criticism uh, of Donald Trump's uh, handling of the pandemic, which I would th- I would say is uh, been very damaging, to put it mildly, to the health and well-being of Americans. So. Uh, he was very right. nuanced and subtle. He didn't mention Trump by name. And I was right. saying that I wished that uh, Barack Obama would be more like Michael Jordan, who really held a grudge forever and didn't let anything go and used it as motivation uh, to win on the court, uh, what, uh, to win back on the court whenever he felt he'd been slighted. So I was like urging them to be more like Mike and less like <laughs> Obama. Your thoughts on this?
2: Well, you know the thing is, Obama, being biracial, has had to learn how to go along and get along. You when you when you don't when you don't ball quite belong in either camp in a racialized America, yeah, you, know, you got you have white grandparents and who are raising you, and you're in the white school, but you're different. And so, all of his life, he's been the way he is. He doesn't—he doesn't—he doesn't, he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't press hard. He's—he's he, he's subtle about it. If you recall, when when um, when he got all the pressure by Reverend Wright, um, and he's he he, he um, finally just quit the church. He just gave way and quit the church. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, I, I was writing a, uh, a blog, and I, I wrote a column about how, because I, I got a call from Reverend Wright telling me that he had left the church. So I wrote a blog saying that I hoped that he would be thrown Reverend Wright in the church under the bus, and I hoped that he wouldn't, uh, when he became president, that he wouldn't. Uh, Govern that way, and you know, basically, he he did. You know, he was he, he was basically trying to go along and get along. Um, this is why Eric Holder was critical to him. Eric, er, Eric Holder mm-hmm. once said he was Obama's wingman, and basically, and he wasn't Obama's Roy Cohen. What he was was the guy who took up the black stuff for Obama. Mm-hmm. He he would do the attacking for Obama. His Obama uh, wasn't comfortable with. Him.
1: Well, in this uh, in this election, com- and so
2: and so. Yeah. Okay, so no, so so getting down to whether he should be Michael Jordan or Barack Obama. Uh, these guys, this whole presidents club, which there are five of them right now. I think, uh, well, four four living and one in office. Trump's the one in office, and they 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 have had this practice for some time of not being critical of their predecessor or, their, or, their, or the guy who followed them. That you just you just, you don't do it. Trump has broken all the rules, you know Obama was forced to come out with this guy is screwing up. But he said it sensibly and delicately enough. But you got the message. I mean, there was no no question about what he was saying. That Trump was unfit and a total screw up. All
1: right.
2: Well. And he did it in the Obama way, you yeah. know. He did it with class and uh, like the gentleman, and and you know. And the thing is, although I, I like a, a good fight also, yeah. but if you stop and think about it, Trump is so low life, and there's no bottom to where he'll go. That um, it's one of these things that if it, if it, 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 if you get in the muds of pigs, you're going to get dirty too. Yeah. And so Biden's approach. Is, is, is gentleman and classy, and and so is um is is Obama, because they are different types of politicians. A better politician than Trump is. Although Biden did say he was a fool with the mask, <laughs> <and laughs> the mask, a fool.
1: He <laughs> was right about that. So, right, um, exactly. He was right about that. All right, we gotta we gotta get going, Monroe. We'll let you go. And uh, we'll probably have this argument, or discussion, I should say, debate many times down the road as we head to uh, November's election.
0: Monroe, I've been wondering right. about you, buddy. Uh, last time we talked to you, you hadn't left the house. Have you gotten outside since all of this has started?
2: No. I, well, sort <laughs> of. I, you know, I've taken walks, uh, half an hour walk <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the street with my mask on.
0: So, uh, so if you can give us a if you can give us a guesstimate, because we're looking at going back into the Sun Times uh, in two weeks, when will you visit us again at the Chicago Sun Times? Based on right now, what are you feeling?
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I think we should try Zoom. <laughs>
0: Okay. Still for Zoom. Still for Zoom. Uh,
2: We're gauging our guests, you know. That's like a
1: very uh, uh, Obama style nuanced way. A subtle way of saying no time soon. (laughs) Okay, that's very Obama. That's a good place to leave it. Very Obama like there, Monroe. And and earlier,
0: too, you were talking about comments uh, that maybe we could tell uh, Joe Biden uh, things that you've said. Uh, I believe you said one time, eating ain't cheating on our program. (laughs) Don't tell Biden to say that. That's bad. (laughs)
1: No, in general, Biden should not. Well, be,
2: Clinton didn't say it either. He, he, but but it was just a, a, a southern. <laughs> Clinton, right. Clinton did not say it, but Clinton thought it. Yeah, he did.
1: He thought it. All right, Monroe. All right. Stay safe. Stay okay. sound. We'll talk to you. Take care. That's, all right. That's the great Monroe Anderson. Remember Wayne. that when he said
0: eating ain't cheating oh, on our show. Yes, it was I like did. the first week we had of you <laughs> on the radio.
1: It was early on and uh, i think that was the first time i said the views and opinions <laughs> of monroe anderson <laughs> yeah, it's a miracle i lasted as long as i did at that station yeah. d when you think about it
0: took it took me a while to get it i'm like eating ain't cheating wait about like a dieting i'm like wait oh no oh, oh. oh wow okay, you know, when, the light okay. Go- when
1: the light goes on the <laughs> light goes it was so bright that light the doctor
0: had to wear shades <laughs> you like that. Uh any
1: any updates before we head out the door?
0: Uh I, no. I, I think we're good here. Everybody just be on the lookout for uh our next uh part 2 of the Benny J show here, our bonus interviews. Uh, and we want to remind everybody that next week no show, mm-hmm. all right? No Ben Jarovsky show next week. We got to figure out a game plan to get back into the Sun Times and I need a break.
1: Mm. Yeah, the doctor needs a break. He has to sit back, chill and uh Uh, light up a doobie (laughs) and a bong and he'll do that next week All right, great show today thank you uh, Monroe Anderson of course thank the man the myth the legend the pride and joy of Alton, Illinois and back home and all they just call him Dennis he's just a regular guy With with a San Diego Padre hat give yourself a raise take it out of petty cash see you tomorrow everybody
0: Problems become big problems when you let small problems sit. And I tested very positively in a in another sense. So this morning, yeah, I tested
1: positively toward negative. Right. So now I tested uh, perfectly this morning,
2: meaning meaning I tested negative. That's correct. I just biked around Lake Michigan.